When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Yay! And the crowd went wild. They cheered. They thought it was wonderful. If we reduce the population, our children will breathe more freely and more easily because problem is too many human beings. We got too many people here. And the left is here. So that won't last for long. Let them have their way. Just ask the commies in China. China. Well, happy Monday morning to you and welcome. I hope that you had a splendid weekend. Splendid? Who uses the word splendid? Nobody, that's who. We had a great weekend ourselves. A lot of stuff going on in our lives right now. Good stuff. Keeping us busy. And uh, boy, oh boy, uh, I'm telling you, the fun never stops with these wacky Democrats. There's Kamala Harris. She is definitely not the sharpest bulb in the constellation, is she? No, she is not. Um, Remember she had those kids that they flew in from California and they auditioned them like they were going to be doing a sitcom and then they were on the vice president's porch, the porch of the vice president's residence, and she was telling them how they're going to see the craters on the moon with their own eyes. And ooh, and they're all actors because they hired them as actors and and they're all ooing and on. Uh, and that was fine because when you're a Democrat, all that is just fine. You can hire actor children. Stay away from the children. Uh, stop sniffing them, Joe Biden. And uh, creepy boy. <laughs> and uh, Kamala with that whole fake staged event with the children about seeing the craters on the moon. Wasn't that amusing? That was great. Well, she just uh, they just keep on coming. Uh, she, she said we're going to fight pollution, reduce the population. Now, the media jumped in to, to defend her and said, no, no, no. What she meant to say was when we reduce pollution, well, yeah, sure, by reducing the population. Speaking of reducing the population in Canada, you see Canada? First of all, we got uh, the sky in Washington, D.C. is filled with smoke again because, as it turns out, it's not the Canadian forest fires. It's that they're all smoking dope in Canada. They're constantly smoking dope. They just smoke so much dope that now the cloud of smoke is is uh, hazing up Washington, D.C. and New York City. You walk outside, you get a little bit of a buzz. You get a little buzz just walking around because uh, damn Canadians. But these Canadians, they've got a solution for overpopulation because the Democrats, you know, they don't like people. They're the left, really. They're not liberals. They're the left and the left. The left doesn't like people. That's why they kill so many people. The the commies and just in China alone have killed 50 million to 75 million of their own people. Oh, uh, speaking of which, the front page of the style section in the Washington Post today is a lengthy attack piece on the North Korean woman that escaped North Korea, uh, defected to the West, and now she's uh, here and she's on our side and she's telling the truth about North Korea. So naturally, a front page above the fold, big picture, everything, attacking the North Korean woman that fled communism in North Korea because, you know, the Democrats, they're, they're not on our side. They're not on our side. But uh, back to Canada for a minute because they got a solution for overpopulation. And here it is. Uh, kill people. See, that's, the, <laughs> that's their solution. In Canada, 
where they banned the death penalty for mass murderers in 1998. 1998, they banned it. Oh, we couldn't possibly do that. That's cruel and unusual. There, whatever the Canadian version of cruel and unusual is, right? You know, cruel and unusual. You know, they just got to add the Great White North thing. And then they talk about So they banned the death penalty in Canada in 1998. So you can murder 15 people. You can be a serial killer like that Democrat architect in New York that they arrested the other day. Uh, and uh, in Canada, you can't get the death penalty. But now, here's the headline. A woman suffering from severe anorexia may soon be allowed to die under Canadian law. They're going to help. They're going to put her to sleep like she's a stray cat uh, because uh, in, in Canada now, she's 47, anorexic, and wants help dying. Canada will sue, soon allow it. Because in Canada, if you're having a bad hair day, they'll help you commit suicide. It's kind of an amazing thing. Someone stole your bike. They'll, uh, they'll help you commit suicide. If you're a veteran and you're suffering from PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, they will assist you in committing suicide because in Canada, they need more parking or something like that. And the left you see, is so in charge. And this makes sense to talk about cognitive dissonance. Uh, They ban the death penalty, but they'll put you to sleep if you're anorexic. Oh, well, we'll do that. Sure, we'll stick a needle in you and and we'll pump stuff into you until you're dead. And we'll take your vitals and make sure that uh, you're not coming back because we're Canada, see? And uh, it's uh, this is what happens when the left takes over the lefties. And they got that guy, uh, Justin Trudeau. He's bragging the other day about what he did to the truckers, too, to the truckers. Because really, the left is fascist. I don't know if you're aware of this, but, but uh, it's pretty much the thing. You know, Ad- Adolf Hitler's uh, party was the National Socialist German Workers Party. We know they're national. We know they're German. It's a Socialist Workers Party, okay? That's the thing about them. And Benito Mussolini said that fascism is a merger of state and corporate power. And if you look at the left here and elsewhere, that's what we got going on all over the place. And uh, because, you know, the weather, they think the weather is nutty. So they're in favor of snuffing out the population. This all springs from Kamala Harris saying, uh, we're talking about the weather. We need to reduce the population. Uh, Maybe it was a Freudian slip, but if it was a Freudian slip, it was a, like so many Freudian slips, a very telling Freudian slips. It's kind of the whole thing with Freudian slips is usually they're telling. So I'll get into this uh, this Canadian genocide. It's why are they uh, committing genocide in Canada against people with eating disorders? That seems rather out of order, doesn't it? I think so, but uh, that's me. Certainly we've all probably known people uh, who have had eating disorders, various eating disorders, anorexia nervosa, uh, bulimia, are there any others? Those are the two main ones, I think. And um, and now in Canada, oh, you got that? Oh, yeah, we'll put you down. We'll, we'll put you out of your misery and out of our misery, too. They probably make them pay for it, right? Like in communist China, where uh, when they execute you for crimes, they make your family pay for the bullet because they execute you, they shoot you with a rifle, and a communist rifle. And then they, uh, like the one that... Um, was used to shoot Congressman Steve Scalise and uh, stuff, right? Um, yeah. 
that because that's you know that's what the Democrats. All right, let's get on with other stuff here because uh, there's a lot to get to. Joe Biden is redefining presidential campaign frugality as the glowing headline in Politico. Turns out he doesn't actually have a presidential campaign. He hired the granddaughter of Cesar Chavez to uh, be the head of her of his presidential campaign. And uh, they have her and three other people, and that's the presidential campaign. But they've raised more money than anybody because, you know, I'm guessing it came from, I don't know, Iran and China and Bulgaria and where was it? Romania and uh, Ukraine and, and uh, did I mention China? Because uh, he's raising lots of money. He's, uh, he's a complete disaster and America needs to get rid of him. The Democrat Party needs to get rid of him because enough is enough, all right? So Joe Biden, and he's got uh, raised more money than anybody last quarter. And he's got four people. His complete presidential campaign is four people, and they have no office, much less office says. They have no office. no. So they're running out of the White House, which I think might be a violation of the Hatch Act, which they're really concerned about last week, but not so much this week. U.S. scrambles to increase weapons production after Biden let military info slip on TV. Remember Joe Biden? He said, oh, yeah, we're uh, practically out of 155-millimeter artillery uh, shells, so we're going to give Ukraine cluster munitions because I'm cluster Joe. Cluster bomb Biden. There he is. From the Blewett family. He comes from a long line of Blewetts, doesn't he? U.S. scrambles to increase weapons production. And by the way, it's going to take at least four to seven years to get us back online. Because Joe Biden, you know, boy, I'm telling you that uh, those millions of dollars that the Ukrainians sent to the Biden family really paying off, really paying off for Ukraine big time. And uh, yet another story, why won't Joe Biden acknowledge his seventh grandchild? Yet another. Now, I got an idea for this. I was, uh, who was I talking to? Um, I was talking to Vince to Vinnie D in Chicago. And, uh, and Vince said, you know, President Trump at the Republican convention next year should invite uh, Hunter Biden's uh, baby mama and the child will then be five years old, Navy Joan, right, uh, Roberts, right, and, and London Roberts, the exotic dancer from the Gentleman's Club in Washington, D.C., an exotic dancer gentleman's club says uh, polite society terms like that and then the uh the bastard child i mean the beautiful young love child of uh, of the crackhead uh, stripper knocker upper russian hooker dater uh presidential son hunter biden with all of his international business dealings for no particular business isn't that right what's the business it's selling the biden name that's what it is which the new york times thinks is just fine but, yeah, talking to Vinny, and we're like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, you know, the Republicans, President Trump, should invite London Roberts and her daughter, Navy Joan Roberts, to the Republican convention and seat them prominently so you can watch the news media ignore them or, or slander them and smear them, which is what they'll do. Um, also, boy, we got a lot of Democrat stuff today, don't we? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. You know, she was in China recently bowing and scraping, kowtowing to the Chinese. 
And uh, turns out she dined on psychedelic mushrooms while in China. She went to a very special restaurant where they put trip tripendicular mushrooms in your soup. And she had the trippy mushrooms. And now the place she went is more popular than ever because it became public that she had done this. And also, you know, the transgender, uh, where, where I was always oh, the Department of Energy nuclear waste guy, the luggage thief. Turns out that when he was stealing the cross-dressing gender non-binary Biden administration official who stole luggage from at least three different women in at least three different airports and then dressed up in their ladies' clothing and photographed it and put it on the Internet because every day is an IQ test. Well, it turns out he was actually flying on government business on was it top secret government business when he was flying around stealing luggage? He was on government business flying at taxpayer expense. I've got an update you, an update for you on that. And um, <laughs> and CNN did an interview uh, where they talked about Hunter Biden and the laptop and stuff. And when they when they were teasing and and uh, talking about the interview, they on another CNN show. Oops, uh, that that uh, a section about Hunter and the laptop was only to be found on the cutting room floor, as they say. So, and uh, an update on the Secret Service. Secret Service uh, fingerprints on the bag of cocaine or not. That question still hangs. I can tell you that much. Let me tell you this. Uh, and the Republican race. We got the Republican race. President Trump did an interview yesterday with Maria Berta Romo, or aired yesterday anyway. And uh, a lot of good stuff from that. Joe Manchin from West Virginia, the Democrat senator who has an independent streak, is uh, now uh, going to a no-labels a no labels event. And uh, now people are talking, hey, is Joe Manchin going to run as an independent and be a spoiler next year? Very interesting, very interesting stuff. We'll, uh, we'll get into that a bit. And uh, again, those damn Canadians smoking all their dope. Air quality alerts issued for Midwest area due to Canadian wildfire smoke. Sure, that's their cover story. That's what they're telling us. But, you know, if you raise any questions about it, they'll offer to put you to sleep. They'll offer you assisted suicide. Yeah, and uh, so I've, I've got that for you. But Kamala, with a bunch of winners <laughs> since last we met on Friday, um, and uh, millennials believe that if you misgender someone, that is, if you call Dylan Mulvaney a man, that it should be a crime punishable by the judicial system because we're raising fascists. Well, the Democrats are raising fascists in schools and on college campuses. But more millennials say that it should be a crime to misgender someone than there are millennials who say that it should not be a crime to misgender someone. Amazing stuff. Mm, 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 mm. And uh, politics, politics, politics. War, 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 anarchy, anarchy. The Democrats and the left, they are here. We are at 888 630 9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. 
Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, Also, President Trump in his interview with Maria Bartiromo, great moment. President Trump talking about uh, his old and late pal, Senator Ted Kennedy of Mary Jo Kopechny and Chappaquiddick famed. And um, he uh, he talked to Ted Kennedy, President Trump said, about who was the smartest and the dumbest person in the Senate, Ted Kennedy in the Senate forever and ever, of course. And the answers that uh, President Trump got from Senator Ted Kennedy, pretty good stuff, pretty good stuff. Uh, All right, let's go to the telephones, Michael. We're at 888-630-9625. Absolutely toll-free to you, our valued listeners. And uh, let's go to to Greg calling from Topeka, Kansas. Greg, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Mr. Plant. How are you? Very well, Greg. What do you say? Uh, Michael Savage used to talk about this several years ago, and now that I hear that they have evidence that uh, the SEAL Team 6 that was shot down over Afghanistan. Now they have video and other evidence, uh, audio evidence, that uh, Obama, Biden, and Clinton, a lot, a lot of people knew that it was true that they, they had it, sh- it shot down. They were in a hostile area, and they flew around for several hours in cir- circles and this and that, and then finally the Taliban had the equipment to shoot them out of the sky. And, and that came out yesterday. Do you know anything about that? That uh, what is the uh, what what is this? That Obama and Biden and Clinton uh, staged st- staged it or arranged it or allowed it to happen or something? Yes, yes. And why would they have done that? And retribution for uh, uh, previously, you know, getting Bin Laden, I guess. Um, that sounds like a pretty far-fetched story to me, Greg, I've, I've got to say. Now, I've uh, had a lot to say about uh, that, and that, that, uh, that shoot-down was horrendous and tragic, and, and it did have to do with uh, Obama administration policies and so on. And also, they kind of slipped the Bin Laden raid in on Barack Obama while he was out golfing, too. I've talked about that before. Yes, President Trump yesterday. Interview with Maria Bartiromo on the uh, Fox Business and Fox News channel. And it was uh, some pretty good stuff because, um, you know, he's, uh, he's always fun. And, and she uh, does a great interview, I've got to say. She really does. Uh, and, and yesterday, they covered the waterfront. Because Maria asked about politics, asked about cocaine at the White House, asked about uh, 
all kinds of good stuff. And I want to share some of it with you because chances are you didn't catch all of it. And a couple of thoughts on the uh, on the engagement as well. Um, and uh, wonderful callers on the line too. Let's go to let's go to President Trump from Maria Bartiromo yesterday. Um, Maria Bartiromo asked about attending the Republican Party presidential debates, which President Trump has suggested he may not have any interest in doing. And uh, yesterday he was asked about it, and he explained. Ronald Reagan didn't do it, and a lot of other people didn't do it. When you have a big lead, you don't do it. And we have a lead of 50 and 60 points in some cases, and uh, some of these people are at zero. Uh, Ron DeSanctis, as I call him, or DeSanctimonious, is down to... Uh, he's in the teens now. He's in the teens now, and uh, in, in uh, some polls, and in some polls, he's in the low twenties. And President Trump is dominant in the polls, no doubt about it. And he said President Reagan didn't debate, you know, the Lilliputians when, um, and and also it's, you know, he's running for re-election. Interestingly, not since Grover Cleveland have we had a president serve two non-consecutive terms. Uh, but it worked out well for Grover Cleveland. In fact, they named a neighborhood in Washington, D.C. after him, uh, Cleveland Park, named for Grover Cleveland. Uh, But he said, when you have a big lead, you don't do it. And a lot of people are at zero. DeSantis, DeSanctimonious, he's in the teens. Come on. What am I going to even uh, stand on the same stage with him, uh, President Trump? It's actually not fair. Why would you let somebody that's at zero or one or two or three you know, be popping you with questions. Exactly. Well, you got, uh, you know, come on. You got uh, you're at uh, 3% in the polls, and there you're on stage. Uh, and I can see uh, President Trump makes makes perfect sense. And uh, Maria Bartiromo wanted to know more. Do you see any risk that if you don't show up, or, uh, Ron DeSantis has a good night and it cuts into your lead? Or somebody else has a good night and cuts into his lead. Because that's what's happening. He's going down, and a couple of them are going up. I think Vivek has done a very good job, frankly. I think some others have done a good job. So I haven't really made up my mind. I really made up my mind. You know, that's the right right, uh, play. It's the right call for uh, President Trump right now. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I think he is a freight train right now, President Trump. And, And I think the Democrats are a disaster right now, even with all their media support and their media allies and, and so on. But I think President Trump's right about that. Does he have to go and stand on the debate stage um, with people who are getting almost nothing in the polls? Uh, honestly, if I were advising him, I'd probably say no. Why, why would you? Just go and, uh, and be yourself. And uh, Vivek, I, I, I've been uh, lectured on uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, right? Vivek. It's uh, Vivek, I'm told, like bake a cake. See? Not Viv- I've been saying uh, Vivek because, you know, but it's uh, Vivek, I'm told reliably by friends of his. Uh, like bake a cake. I was told like cake. And I said, like bake a cake? They said, yeah, like bake a cake. So Vivek, bake a cake, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy is easy to say. Who was uh, somebody who was having trouble with that? Uh, Ramaswamy. But never you know mind. What? It's all caked into the bag. It is all caked into the bake. The morning joke. There he is. Mo Yarbrough, 
So caked into the bakes. It has been caked in the bakes of the history books and wondering why, why, why is she there? <laughs> yeah. His uh, third wife tried to correct him there, his semi-inflatable flotation device of a third wife. Uh, Mika tried to correct him. It's not caked into the bake twice, dimwit. Not easy being wrong about everything you say, but Joe gives his best, his best effort there. All right, now let's uh, get to President Trump talking about cocaine at the White House because, you know, the cocaine at the, at the White House, big deal. Um, now, here's the Newsweek magazine. They still produce a magazine of any kind. They've got the headline about the uh, Fox News Maria Bartiromo interview with Trump. Here's the headline. Fox News host Maria Bartiromo tells Trump he failed to, quote, drain the swamp. Notice that the word failed is not in quotation marks. Just drain the swamp is in quotation marks. That's all. Because there are 10,000 ways to lie in the naked city. And Newsweek just demonstrated one of them. And I just just put quotation marks around the couple of words that you want to emphasize. And and, uh, never mind. And again and again in the article, they just have drain the swamp and draining the swamp in quotation marks. It's pretty amazing and pretty appalling. But uh, that's your news media. They're a Democrat Party front group, Newsweek is, and more broadly, the... uh, the news media is. All right, let's go to uh, President Trump on cocaine in the Biden White House, where they also found Reefer a couple of times, who was, I was talking to some uh, Gen Xer recently, <clears throat> and I used the word Reefer, and he thought it was very funny. Reefer, nobody says Reefer anymore. Say, yeah, well, look at all the smoke coming down from Canada. That's a lot of Reefer up there. I'm telling you, the whole northeastern United States is getting uh, contact high, getting stoned free of charge. Because of the Canada smoke coming down. It's like your next door neighbor, you know, smoking. This happened in my building very recently, as a matter of fact. Young guy, like college-age guy, came to live in the building that I live in, Washington, D.C. Now, he's living with his mother. His mother lives in the building. And he's uh, and uh, the college-age guy is out on the balcony every day, all day every day, apparently, according to what I hear. I'm usually at work. He's not because he's stoned, you know. Then I got high. I was going to clean my room. Then I got high, right? And uh, and this uh, uh, guy in my building, yeah, guy in my building, smoking dope all day long. And the upstairs neighbors, like, you know, dude, we got to leave all our windows closed because we're up here getting stoned, like you're Canada and we're the United States. What's going on with you? And uh, and he and he's like, you know, dude, I, I, it's legal to smoke in D.C. in your home, so you can't make me stop, dude, right? And then uh, the neighbors went to his mother, who actually owns the the place, and uh, talk to him. So now he goes out into the parking lot and smokes dope. That's uh, that's uh, see a compromise. So that's right, I can compromise. But it does remind me of Canada and the United States. All their smoke coming down here. All right, back to President Trump um, on the cocaine in the White House, and they found pot twice last year on the White House grounds as well, which is tricky because while it's legal in Washington D.C. It's not legal on federal property because it's Washington and it's a strange place for a whole lot of reasons. But here's President Trump. He's not buying the official story that uh, was put out by the Biden White House through their agents in the New York Times 
and the Washington Post. You know, I've gotten to know the Secret Service really well, okay? And I can't speak more highly of people. These are incredible people. And I believe that they know everything. I believe that they know everything. I believe that they know everything. There's also a story. Where did the story come from? I think it's in our stories list today as well. And our stories list will be posted. So because we have a stories list every day, it's pages long uh, today. I guess it's only three pages long today. And um, we have stories that uh, we've pulled together over the weekend. Uh, And we post our stories list on the Facebook, right? And on the Twitter, um, Instagram, Instagram, I believe. And so we got, uh, we got that stuff going. Um, but the uh, Soldier, it's Soldier of Fortune magazine, isn't that right? Uh, Breitbart has a story on it. Report contradicts Secret Service claim of no fingerprints on White House cocaine baggie. Cocaine baggie. So officials at the White House who... Uh, who uh, brought cocaine into the into the White House and have confirmed that uh, finding via fingerprint analysis, uh, according to a report which contradicts a statement released by the Secret Service. Now, the source for this is Soldier of Fortune magazine. Now, you, you can't necessarily rule it out, though, because the New York Times and the Washington Post aren't doing any reporting at all. And somebody at Soldier of Fortune or a source... Uh, talking to Soldier of Fortune, may know someone, military office, the White House, Secret Service, Uniform Division, or or uh, Plain Clothes Division. Uh, you know, it could be a White House staffer. You never know. But a security source told Soldier of Fortune magazine, we know who handled it. We've known since last week. Okay? So there it is. That's the end of the quote there. According to the report, which Breitbart News has not independently verified, Two sources disclose the name of the person who is believed to have handled the cocaine, but the magazine is withholding the name pending official confirmation. So um, it is hard to believe, isn't it? Oh, we don't have any cameras there. No, no, in the West Wing of the White House? Why would there be any cameras there? We saw how many cameras there were at the Capitol, uh, right, a while back. And uh, in the White House, no, no, no cameras there. And, oh, we sent it out to the FBI's crack lab to look for fingerprints or a DNA. All the White House staff people have submitted their fingerprints in the past part of their security clearance process and and all of that. But the report alleged that the second test by the FBI FBI brought back a hit on fingerprints. Okay, And then they have all the staffers' fingerprints on file and a lot of our fingerprints on file too for a variety of reasons. And, of course, they can identify the person. And, and then to say, well, we're declaring an end to the investigation. We're done. We're not going to talk about this anymore. A lot of hooey. President Trump is not buying it, and he told that to Maria Bartiromo. I don't think it's possible for bags of cocaine to be left in a certain area by the Situation Room. I'm not talking about, you know, five blocks away. The Situation Room, where you decide on war, where you decide on nuclear yeah, nuclear stuff, it's the Situation Room. It's, you know, it's the big board, you know, like in Dr. Strangelove. It's not really, that's, the, that's a different place. But, you know, it's, it's uh, the modern equivalent of that, essentially. Can't let them in here, they'll see the big board. All right, and uh, the, somebody brought the coke in, 
And also, I mentioned this last week, they have these lockers there where if you're a White House senior staffer, you bring your friend in, you know, let's just say it's Michael Piercy. It's Michael Piercy and a senior White House staffer brings Michael Piercy into the White House. They come in through that entrance and there are lockers and they say, well, you got to leave your cell phone here so you're not making videos and taking pictures around the White House room, going by the situation room and stuff. You can't be taking pictures. So they ask you to put your, your phone and, you know, maybe a thing or two more in your, uh, your iWatch or something, you know, in the locker here. And it's a locker, you know, like at uh, the, I don't know, uh, used to have it train stations, don't anymore because of radical Islamic terrorists and the jihad and blowing stuff up and everything. But you, you know, get a key and then you put the key in your pocket and you come back to your locker later. Well, the key is missing. The key is missing, according to multiple news reports. Can't be found. They don't know where the key is. Um, if they found that, maybe they'd find fingerprints. And, you know, I don't, I don't believe they didn't find anything. I honestly don't believe the official story because I think there are holes in the official story that don't add up, that don't make sense about cameras not being where visitors are coming in and locking stuff up in lockers. Come on, really? And uh, next to the situation room, and, and you know, there's a fairly small window when the cocaine was dropped and when it was discovered because it's one of the most heavily policed corridors on the planet Earth uh, and locations on the planet Earth. But never mind that. Uh, now, this is my favorite part of the President Trump and Maria Bartiromo interview yesterday. Um, at, talking about Ted Kennedy when he was in the Senate and was a friend of then-citizen Trump. Ted Kennedy told me he was a friend of mine, believe it or not. Different sides of the aisle, but he was a friend of mine. Uh, he liked me. I liked him. I did him a big favor one time that helped him a lot on something. And he always liked me. And he said to me a long time ago, I was saying, who's the smartest senator? And I won't tell you the answer because I don't particularly like the guy. He said, who's the dumbest? I said, probably Joe. This is Ted Kennedy. He knew them all. I said, what do you mean, Joe? Who's Joe? Joe Biden. He's the dumbest. Wait a minute. Joe Biden, Ted Kennedy, Mary Joe Kopechny, Ted Kennedy, who worked in the Senate forever and ever, um, said that Joe Biden was the dumbest colleague that he had in the Senate? Ted Kennedy said Joe Biden was the dumbest senator. Years ago, that's right. He said he was the dumbest. I said, who's the dumbest? He said, probably Joe. He said he's hale and hearty and well-met personality. But you go to, to policy or you go to taxes or anything that's complicated, he doesn't have a clue. This is stuff that he told me years ago. Who would have thought this guy was going to become president? But in prime time, he wasn't very good. The dumbest member of the Senate, according to the guy who left Mary Jo Kopechny upside down in the car and then went to brunch, and a couple days later got a neck brace. It's a funny town, this Washington, D.C. I don't mean funny like Richard Pryor funny. I mean funny like something smells bad in your teenager's closet funny. That kind of funny. Joe Biden. Dumbest guy in the Senate. By the way, sometimes the press is always fair with me. But once every once in a while, I make a mistake. Not like well, once a, a speech, but anyway. All right, let's, uh, let's go back to the telephones and talk to the nice people. Um, let us go to... 
Helen calling from Charleston, South Carolina, listening on WTMA. Helen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a question, but I decided before I do that, I'm going to do my imitation of Kamala Harris talking about AI. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have computers and they are machines and some people are scared of them and but i don't know (laughs) (laughs) she is our backup quarterback too helen she's uh she's a heartbeat away from the presidency of the united states thanks to the democrats it's just excruciating to listen to her on any news program at all. Um, but anyway, so that ties into my question. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, I remember back in the, back in the day, um, Gerald Ford made it into the White House because um, Nixon went out and then something happened with uh, Spiro Agnew. Okay, <clears throat> let's say now uh, that um, Biden resigned for health issues or whatever. And then Kamala would then become president. Uh, who then becomes vice president, and um, how would that play? How would that play out with them? I I don't see it to where anything good would come of it for the Democrats. I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. Well, I don't think they have much of a bench when it comes to filling the slot. But you're right. If Joe Biden were to step down because you know we learned that he spent the last. Uh, you know, two years in an iron lung at night, uh, and Kamala ascended to the presidency, then they would select the party would choose a vice president. Uh, just as, and you mentioned uh, Richard Nixon, Spiro Agnew was uh, forced to resign because he had legal issues having to do with taxes and bribery and other things. And uh, when he resigned, then Richard Nixon selected Gerald Ford, who was a member of the House of Representatives. And I'm going to guess that they... I don't remember, but I think you have to be approved by the Senate to become the vice president. But the president and the party would pick a replacement for Kamala if she were to ascend to the presidency. Uh, and, you know, then Richard Nixon resigned and Gerald Ford became became the president. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.